on CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto. You're listening to Built to Play. I'm Armanek Bali. And I'm Daniel Rosen. This week, your favorite Built to Play segment returns. That's right. In our infinite masochism, we have agreed to rank every video game ever made in one massive list of every video game ever. We call it the Video Game Battle Royale, and this week we're going all in on Kingdom Hearts. And if you want to know more about Kingdom Hearts, you can check out our recent episode about the game's plot and why people play it. But now the time has come for the real battle. Let's rank every Kingdom Hearts. Dan, what does our list look like right now? Well, at the top of the list, we have Super Metroid, the current best game ever made. And at the very bottom, we have Shadow the Hedgehog, Sega's hellish abomination. And... Coincidentally, right in the middle, we have Bayonetta. I think we agree a pretty decent yep, game. Yep, and totally. Right below that, also in the middle, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, which I think is like, there's a there's a gap. Yeah, there's a wide <laughs> gap. Bayonetta is currently at number five, I believe. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts is number six, and I would say that we could probably fit about 376 <laughs> video games between them. But let's try. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first game we have uh, on the list is... Um, Kingdom Hearts 1, that's a game from 2002, released in September, at least in North America. Um, It's a game that introduced us to Simple and Clean. I think that's 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 a huge... That is an enormous positive for Kingdom Hearts 1. Let me tell you this, Kingdom Hearts 1 is not a video game that holds up well, but Simple and Clean holds up great. So here's the thing about Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, Simple and Clean Remix is maybe the best thing that has ever been introduced into the English music lexicon. True. Um, and I, because of that, I think it should be at least number two. I, <laughs> whoa, that's a lot. I don't think that Kingdom Hearts 1 is better than Bastion. Okay, I, okay fair. Um, Kingdom Hearts 1, I think, can be best described as like a very, very early action RPG before it really figured out what it meant to kind of merge those two things it was before like skill trees became like the way that we we called leveling up it became like it was before um you had more games that were on console that were loot focused or about gaining items and using potions like things along those lines so it has like a interesting mix of mechanics I feel like I don't know if I would call it an early action RPG like we had action RPGs going back as far as like on the consoles at least as far as like Secret of Mana and Zelda 2 right I think it's in fact a game that is very in the Secret of Mana vein is a three person party <laughs> where you really only control one a lot of mash xing Right. Um, the menus are, are complicated and navigating them is kind of one of the big features of the game I don't know. This feels like it's Secret of Mana. I mean, <laughs> that's sacrilege. I will say. I think Secret <laughs> of Mana is a much better game, but it's got a lot in common. I, the, the thing I would say is that Kingdom Hearts is is illustrative of, of what happened before action RPGs homogenized into, absolutely into what they look like now, which is far more like action oriented than RPG oriented. There's very the leveling is like way more even something like more recent like God of War, which I think is fair to describe as an action RPG. Mm-hmm. Like that has a skill tree. It ha- it does have. Ex- XP, it does have like um, a leveling up system, but yeah. it has no, none of it doesn't have literal menus that you have to explore in and, order to attack someone. And I think the big thing is that it's very grounded. The modern yeah. action RPG is a grounded game. Yeah, there's gonna be some flashy air combos and stuff, yeah. but like Kingdom Hearts One is as much a platformer as, as any of these other t- genres, right? Totally. Like it, Kingdom, it kind of slows, shies away from the platforming genre, but Kingdom Hearts One is absolutely trying to be a platformer at times. Yeah. There are parts of, I think, um, of Hollow Bastion that you can't get through without straight up platforming. Like if you lose, you have to start the dungeon again. I still remember um, in in the Oogie Boogie world. What is it? Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
there's a set of stairs that you have to climb where you have to keep jumping on the platforms. And if you were just a, a moat off, you would fall all the way down the stairs, which like weren't hard to climb. But if it was just annoying enough that if you fell, you'd have to repeat the whole gosh darn thing again. And it was a real it was real. It turns out real floaty jumping, not like a yeah, highlight. It's, uh, it's not great I, jumping, but it's like ambitious in its level design and it makes the levels I'm going to make a hot take right here and now. I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is probably the best Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, okay. Because I think that its level design is not super like we're going to repeat the same eight blocks over and over again the way you see in Kingdom Hearts 2 and later right. Kingdom Hearts games. I think definitely the combat's not as advanced, but the combat never gets advanced enough that it gets that far away from Kingdom Hearts 1. Um Though, like, it probably, I think, has one of the best collections of Disney worlds. Like, it hits all the classics the way that it should. I agree with that, yeah. And I think that, like, it has the narrative that is easiest to follow. It is extremely (laughs) straightforward, and I know why I'm doing what I'm doing in Kingdom Hearts 1. I know where I'm going. I know who I'm fighting. And you get to the end, it's like, cute, maybe there's a little bit more here. Can't wait to see what happens. And then it goes off the goddamn wall. But, like... I don't know that there's a Kingdom Hearts game that achieves its goal as effectively as Kingdom Hearts 1. So, okay. Here's the thing. Going back to Kingdom Hearts 1, the thing I... Going through some of the, the compilation collections, that game does, does not hold up the way, I, the way I thought it was. When In my mind, when I think back to Kingdom Hearts 1, I thought, like, oh, there was, like... Kingdom Hearts 1 was so much more interesting than all the other games because it had all this platforming to explore. The platforming was bad, but the exploration was tiny. Like, there's maybe a bit to jump, but it's mostly at its own expense. And I feel like its ambition is the thing that, like, makes it harder. That makes it actually harder to go back to. Okay. I can definitely get behind that. Like, I definitely don't think any of these games hold up super, super well. But the thing that is, like... I, I have to give Kingdom Hearts 1 its credit for its ambition. Yeah. Like, in a way that I think the other games don't have the same. I feel like the rest of the, the other Kingdom Hearts games are very much their ambition is in their narrative and not in their mechanics. Right. Um, or at least in their graphics, not their mechanics at times. I I just feel like there is something to be said about a game that accomplishes exactly what it says, sets out to do, even if it doesn't do it, like, absolutely perfectly. Okay, so... Maybe that doesn't make it better than another Kingdom Hearts game that we might discuss on this list. I just think that it is definitely not complete garbage, which I think is what a lot of people might tell you. And I am the first person to jump to anti-Kingdom Hearts. I'm very anti-Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. So just so we have like a baseline, where would you put Kingdom Hearts 1 on the list we currently have? I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is probably exactly between Chain of Memories and Bayonetta. I think okay. it's definitely better than Chain of Memories without any question I will at agree all. to that. Yep. Um... And it's, I know I said Chain of Memories was the best Kingdom Hearts game last time, but I also, I literally could not make an any, like, there's no way anybody could convince me that Bayonetta was a worse game than Kingdom Hearts 1 in any, <laughs> like, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and I think that Chain of Memories, while, like, good, is, fails at its ambitions in the same way that KH1 does, just not near, like, Chain of Memories just less fun in that when it fails. So, okay, I think that's, that's going to be the easiest one. So yeah. I think that Kingdom Hearts is a good fit between Bayonetta and Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And ne- at number six. Yeah. And at number six, yes. Um, pushing Chain of Memories down to number seven. Um, but that leaves us now looking at 
Um, let's go, let's look at three point three uh, five eight over. Oh, two so you days. want to take this chronologically in timeline order? Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about three five eight over two days. Yes, that game came out in tw- in two thousand and nine for the Nintendo DS. And in case you were wondering, can the DS handle a full Kingdom Hearts game? No, no, it can't. <laughs> okay, so this is a game where it's set between Kingdom Hearts one and two, and you play as Roxas, a character who's introduced in Kingdom Hearts two, but is like back. Quilt in, yeah, um, Roxas is the character you play as for the first couple of hours of Kingdom Hearts two, and there's no you have no context for why you're playing him until the end of his story. This game tries to tell you, oh, here's why he was important. Yes, so with three five, three, five eight over two days, which I completely forget the meaning of. There's like a reason. There's like a reason it's called. You try to explain what happens, and I'll figure out why it's called three five eight over two days. So three five eight over two days is basically the story of Roxas comes like, appears out of nowhere. Um, he appears at the void. He's a nobody, and that he's recruited by the organization, where he makes a friend named Axel and this other friend named Shion, um, who is uh, a girl. Um, and they both, Roxas loves Shion. Shion's kind of mysterious, and Axel loves Roxas. And then they go on a lot of missions with each other, and Shion slowly starts to suspect that she is not actually real. Question mark. Right. And then. Basically, okay, so they Shion suspects that she's no longer real, so she goes off to, she kind of, she gets her creator, as it turns out, who she definitely has, turns out that she's a clone of Sora's me- Sora made from his memories, because his memories don't have a form, they kind of look like Ro- what Roxas wants in a friend, which is like Kyrie but with black hair, and... Because of that, um, Shion doesn't feel like she has a right to exist, so you fight Shion and then her creator, and then Shion dies or evaporates, kind of. And because of that, uh, Roxas then loses his memory along with everyone else because Shion was just memory, and therefore when Shion's memories evaporate, um, they go away from everyone forever. Mm-hmm. Also, this game's a prequel, and they couldn't have a character that didn't exist in other games exist. Um so they, that happens. And also, they spend a lot of a game eating ice cream. Sea salt right. ice cream. Well, they don't spend a lot. I think there's just a few core cut scenes. But it's sort of the thing that stands out because it's a really goofy scene. Yeah. I want to know. So I played this video game in 2009. Yes. Um, can I tell you a secret, Armand? Sure. You also lean in really close. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you a secret. I, I played this game legally on a Nintendo DS flash cart. Oh, no. I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna um, call the cops. It's been a literal decade, so I think the statute of limitations is up on that one. Nine one one, Tetsuya Nomura. I got, I got a hot deet. Someone stole from you. Someone, I stole Kingdom Hearts. I, I stole a belt. I stole a belt. <laughs> I stole one zipper. Um, <laughs> the, the, the monetary equivalent of one of uh, Tetsuya Nomura's many zippers. You just, that's his currency. That's yeah. all he allows. Is this was in an era where every couple of months I would get an email from Rogers saying, "We noticed that your IP has been downloading a lot of torrented video games." <laughs> And it turns out, take him back, Rogers. Yeah, you can. You can have. I'll g- listen. If somebody wants my money for Kingdom Hearts three five eight over two days, I will give them money for it. It's not worth it. By the way, it's called three five eight over two days because the game takes place over the course of a year, minus the week that you play as Roxas in Kingdom Hearts two. Right. Three six seven. Three six five minus seven is three five eight. I guess. Okay. Um, and it's over two because both Roxas and Shion are conscious at different parts of the story and so it's experienced across two people so okay. it's 358 divided by two 
I mean, what? But that's that's a different number. Yes. <laughs> okay. But it's two people experiencing three, five, eight days total. Okay. Sure. Whatever. That's why it's called that. I don't. I'm not telling you it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you why it's called. <laughs> just that. the fact. <laughs> yeah. Listen. I'm not editorializing here. I here's where I will editorialize. This game's garbage. <laughs> Okay, why is it? I have my feelings about this game of why I couldn't play it. It's, okay, it, which is its controls are bad. Yep. Its its gameplay is highly repetitive. Yep. Because it can't handle really, it can't handle in like big instance worlds. So you're basically doing like small fights over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and its environments were bad because it's on the D, the original DS, and therefore it's basically just it barely giant handles 3D. Yes. Like it just barely handles 3D. The, here's the thing about this game. You mentioned that the level design is bad. The level design is made doubly worse because the uh, there's absolutely no distinguishing between each like room you're in. There's yeah. loading between each room, which is incredible. Right. Um, each room looks almost identical. It's just a flat brown box with more boxes on it. Agrabah is literally unnavigable. I challenge <laughs> you to make it through Agrabah in that game. It's insane. And then the worst part of all of it is that there's no camera control. So, <laughs> like, there's no real way to control the camera in any significant way. So you're just losing your mind trying to find an enemy that's just pinging you for one damage from across the room because you can't just spin around and hit it. <laughs> okay. Not to mention how repetitive the combat gets when you can see things. It's so, un, it's just unbearable. And then the story is pointless. Because it ends with Shion vanishing and everyone forgetting about her. Because Shion wasn't real yeah. and is irrelevant to the game. What is she? She's made of Sora's memories, right? Yeah, yes. And then she becomes Naminé somehow? No, she does not become... Naminé is a separate character. Oh Naminé is a separate character who can because she was born of Ky- of she was born of of Sor- of Kyrie's heart being in Sora's body but Sora let his body explode and f- because of that a copy of of Kyrie's heart became Namine but that's his that's Kyrie's heart's nobody yeah Amazing thing about this game is that you go through all of these Kingdom, like all these Disney worlds, and you barely see Disney characters. Oh, totally. Like the whole thing you want from Kingdom Hearts, I, we didn't mention Kingdom Hearts 1, we mentioned off the bat. Kingdom Hearts 1 has great music, Simple and Clean is great, but also like the Yokoshima Mora music is great. 358 over two days does not have good music. <laughs> I mean, it tries. I don't know that. The Yoko- titty speakers of a DS. The tries. DS has good soundtracks. That's the baffling thing. I don't know if they just didn't get Yokoshima Mora on this, or she just didn't put in her best work. Um, it yeah, she, it's got Yoko Shimomura. I, I just don't. The music was so flat in this game, as far as I remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just it's bad. It's not fun. The gameplay is bad. The everything about it sucks. <laughs> it's just bad. It's pro- I don't know if it's the worst Kingdom Hearts. We'll okay. get there. But it's really bad. I would put it under Chain of Memories. I would. I don't know if I can intellectually put it below Separation Anxiety, which is barely a video game. So okay, Separation Anxiety though. The thing. This is my pitch. Okay. Separation Anxiety has flaws you can understand. Yeah. In the sense that Separation Anxiety is a bad brawler. Yeah. You move to you move to the right. It's not like super fun to play. It was poorly designed. It's repetitive. Um, but you understand it. Like, it's like you look at the thing and you can pretty much within a couple minutes say, this is a bad video game. Yeah. I never have to play this again. That's true. Three, five, eight over two days confounds you in that, like, you know that this is a Kingdom Hearts game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try, I guess you have to, pl- you have to use the c- control of the camera with the bottom screen. I think this, the... well, everything happens on the bottom screen, I think. Right. Or the top screen. Sorry, sorry. There's a map on the bottom screen. Right. Um, I don't know that you have camera control in this game. Oh, I is honestly... it just like right and left? I yeah, I think it's like, I think that might be it. It's, it's rough. Okay. So you have very rough camera controls this game only gets worse the longer you play it in that you keep playing it um 
and it's related to these other games, which I mean they're not the highlight of all of all art, but they are um, fun video games sometimes. Sometimes, um, th- I would say that like three five eight over two days is so bad that they have never included an adaptation of the game for anything. Yeah, they have, they've like, never remade it. Three five, they have remade uh, a game that's not on this list. Um, Oh, Jesus, what's it called? Uh, the World Ends With You. They have remade The World's End With You for iPad. They put a ton yep. of work into that. They have remade that iPad game for Switch. and But they have they have had multiple compilations of mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts games. And, and all of them, 358 over two days is just a cine, cinematic collection. Yeah. Because By they the way, cannot is, remake this game. I remember now, because I'm looking at an Engadget article from 2007... Okay. About how to how you how you will control Kingdom Hearts via this jump festa demo. The L and R buttons slowly right. turn the camera, and hitting L and R together would lock on, but you'd have to hit them really precisely together, and it had to be an enemy in your view. If it was an enemy that was around the map, it wouldn't work. So it was like tank controls, but for a camera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this game's garbage. I man, it's worse than separation anxiety. It's worse than separation anxiety. Like, there's nothing. Separation anxiety is at the very least like. It's bad. Like you said, it's comprehensibly bad. Yeah. This is like, wh- why does this exist? No one needed this. Yeah. Let's so, do it. Let's do it. It's the second worst game of all time right now. Yeah. <laughs> 358, Kingdom Hearts, 358 over two days for Nintendo DS. Coming in at, what is this? Number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Coming in at number nine on the list right now. Second worst game. Between Separation Anxiety, Spider-Man yes. and Venom, Separation Anxiety for the Super Nintendo, and Shadow the Hedgehog. For, for various for, platforms. PS2, Xbox. GameCube, PC, honestly, too many platforms. Too many. <laughs> it's poison reached too far. Yeah. Okay, so the next game chronologically is Kingdom Hearts 2, which was released in 2005. No, 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 no. The next game chronologically is, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it RE Coded, which takes place while Sora is unconscious between Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2? Uh, that's a good question. I thought it took place between 2 and a million other games. Um, <laughs> let, uh, Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look this up real quickly. This um, isn't... So, Fun fact, we could not play this game. It's it, uh, it's bad, but also no one wants it. Oh, no, uh, you're right. I was thinking of a different video game, yeah. which is great. So we haven't played this. It's for the DS, or the, Recoded is for the DS. Coded is for mobile phones, right? Yes. Co- Kingdom Hearts Coded, I believe, is for mobile phones. For Japanese mobile phones. So yes. it's not even for... Um, so we could not play it. No. Kingdom Hearts RE Coded is a remake... Um, which is like he it was supposed to be for the WiiWare, but it ended up being on the DS, and then they just direct ported the DS one to one of the collections. I think yes. Um, it's also, if I'm not mistaken, like I it was here's okay. We haven't played this game. We're not going to rank it. We we simply cannot. But I want to read you an, a, a quote from this Wikipedia article, and I want you to tell me if this sounds like a good video game. <laughs> the gameplay mechanics of the game were completely changed from the original. The lack of an analog control stick on the Nintendo DS was a challenge, according to Nomura. What when a game when a game tells you you're not going to have a control stick and that's going to make it harder? That's a bad video game. Yeah, yeah. Also, the fact that we're at this point then dealing of an adaptation of a of a game that was originally launched for the uh, what's the name of the platform? The NTT Docomo. Docomo, which uh, is which is, if I'm not mistaken, a mobile phone carrier. Yes, right. So like, it, uh, look, man, they they did their best. This is 
it leads into another game called Birth by Sleep, but we'll we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Technically, that's the first one, but Techni- technically, that's the first one. We started Kingdom Hearts one. We are full of we are fools. And Is there any Disney in this game? In encoded in. Um, I you uh, it follows the story of Jiminy Cricket, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Goofy in Disney. Okay, Castle. I mean, those guys are there, but like, do you go into Mulan Land? Um, they're digitized versions of uh, levels. Oh from... yeah, it says here. Uh, you have Destiny Islands, Traverse Town, Wonderland, Olympus, Agrabah, Hollow Bastion, and Castle Oblivion. Okay, there we go. So, at least you the got... The greatest hits. You got Aladdin, you got uh, Hercules, you got Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And that's it. It turns out this game that is, mo- that is supposed to be a Disney crossover, less than... About a third of the worlds are, um, are in fact, from Disney games. So, yeah. there you go. There you go. So, we can't rank this. Um, maybe one day we'll return to it when we've played it. I'll, I, you know what? I'll tell you this. How about this? Yeah. When, if I find my DS flash card, I'll, <laughs> I'll download Kingdom Hearts RE Coded. I don't think it's on any of the collections, as far as I know. And I'll, I'll play it, and we'll rank it. I'm almost going to guarantee you that it's probably worse than Shadow of the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a good bet. I'm glad we're going to get back to that one. Mm-hmm. It's a good contender. Um, let's get to Kingdom Hearts 2, which is, I guess, nominally... The sequel to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> in, a, in a very technical sense. In that it is Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Um, in no other way is it the sequel to Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 2 is the sequel to two video games that hadn't come out before Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> it is the, the sequel to, I guess, 358 over two days and Birth by Sleep, which we'll get And to- also Chain of Memories, which did come out, and yes. also RE Coded. Yes. So, that's a pain. Um, that being said, Sora wakes up... Um, so, okay, my pitch for Kingdom Hearts 2, and why it is, in fact, better than Kingdom Hearts 1, okay, is that Kingdom Hearts 2 streamlines a lot of the RPG mechanics that were cumbersome in 1, strips out the bad platforming, which makes it easier to play. It is a story that, while not totally followable, has fun moments. Like, for instance, that three-hour entry point where you play as Roxas. I mean, you don't know who Roxas is. It or sucks. why. <laughs> hey, it has like a... Roxas is sad. He's like a... He's a sad boy. His photos go away. Um, I... His his photos go away and... Some guys totally own him. He, he gets totally owned by Seifer. Yeah, by um, Seifer. Oh, man. Yeah. Seifer, Seifer. No one knows how to pronounce his name. <laughs> who knows? I, who can say? The... Okay. Why... Mechanically... Yeah. What is different about Kingdom Hearts 2? Because I know they changed the battle system. I know you have drive fusions or whatever they're called. Sora can can merge with Goofy and or Donald, um, which I, I think is existentially weird. But yeah. also, um, it introduces... So it does the thing that you kind of... In lieu of changing its battle system totally, it keeps the menus, but it, it streamlines magic because before, to get any magic... To get any spell, which were basically useless, mm-hmm. um, you had to go into the menu... You had to go into the menu while you were moving around this character, select the magic, go to the right magic one, and then hit X on that. Yeah. Um, all the while you are actually trying to dodge um, enemy encounters. So this game, you can just map them all, and it becomes way simpler. The other part is they add the reaction gauge, which is in lieu of like throwing out their system entirely, is good at then adding contextual interactions and new attacks to the game. It adds a bit of artificial variety in that all you're doing is pressing the triangle button and a new thing happens, but it is fun to watch. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, 
it's pretty. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2 was definitely pretty for a PS2 game. I, I also like that it added the reaction commands, which I did kind of, they did add a little bit yeah. to the game. You know what it did do, though? Okay. It had more gummy ship, which we forgot to talk <laughs> about. We forgot yeah. to talk about the gummy ship. The Kingdom, I mean, gummy ship is the most intolerable part of Kingdom Hearts 1, I think. So in Kingdom Hearts 1, the gummy ship was like a behind-the-back shmup, right? Yeah, it was behind-the-back shmup, and it was like weird and that like it was highly customizable. If you really wanted to get in and build your own gummy ship, there was a whole crafting system behind it, yep. which no now, one did. Now, Kingdom Hearts 2 turned it into a top-down shmup. Which was also bad. Which it was I argue, easier though. It was easier and less terrible. But what Kingdom Hearts Two did do was make it so that you had to beat a gummy <laughs> ship level every time you wanted to go to a level. I, you kind of had to do that with. Uh, you could do poorly on a Kingdom Hearts level, but you had to. You had to get through it. Kingdom Hearts Two introduced the idea that you have to be good at the game. Yes, <laughs> you have to be good at the gummy ship, and then regularly, if you wanted to return to a world, there would be a plot event that would make you have to do it again. Yeah. So. That was bad until you got the thing that allowed you to skip the gummy ship portions. Um, and when there's a part of your game that makes you skip another part of your <laughs> game, you may have fucked up. Okay, but I would argue that that's a similar problem in Kingdom Hearts 1. And in fact, this one, they have improved the um, the gummy ship portions to the point that they are, at the very least, if not ignorable, literally, they are ignorable in spirit. Um, they are, I don't know why Tetsuya Nomura includes them. They are also in Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I hear they're like No Man's Sky now. Yeah, pretty much. It's they got the Urheiser guys, the Urgeiser guys to Einhander. Einhander. Urgeiser is a different game. Yeah, you're right. Urgeiser is a different game. Einhander. They got the Einhander guys. That's great. Guys. I'm glad they let them out of their prison cell <laughs> <laughs> to make a. Apparently, it's still not great, but they sure. tried. No, no one can save the gunny, gummy. Gummy ship. ship's just a bad idea. Yes. I so w- here's here's my pitch for you about why I think Kingdom Hearts Two is worse than Kingdom Hearts One. Okay. It doesn't do anything significant enough to make the game better. It just sort of is very small improvements in a in a way that makes the game less interesting. I think sure. it has a narrative that is unfollowable, and Sanctuary is not as good as Simple and Clean. I, okay, that is a that I think Sanctuary is a is a good song. But it's are, not a bad song. I will. You are right. It is not as good. We can as settle this. Food. We can settle this very simply. Yeah. You're going to loudly <laughs> sing Sanctuary, and I'm going to loudly <laughs> sing Simple and Clean, and no. that's going to count as a transformative work. <laughs> We cannot commit Ivory's crimes. I'm going to edit those songs in post. <laughs> um, the the fact, okay, I I I agree with those two points. It doesn't significantly change the games. It does add. I think so. The sh- the the shift in between Kingdom Hearts One and Kingdom Hearts Two is that Kingdom Hearts One is is a little more ambitious in its in in the fact in its maximalism. It yeah. tries to incorporate as many systems as it possibly can. Kingdom Hearts Two kind of trims some of the uh, trim some of that and replaces with the complexity with plot complexity, yeah. which I, I think I have mixed feelings of. Does it help the game? Probably not. Does it hurt the game? I mean, we spent a whole podcast episode on it, that's and that's true. money in the bank. That's money in the bank, baby. Here's the thing that I really appreciate about Kingdom Hearts Two. Kingdom Hearts 2 has some of the most interesting levels in Kingdom Hearts. Sure. Uh, the Mulan level is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, Steamboat Willy level is fantastic. The Tron level is really cool. Yeah, you get to play a ton of very traditional Tron games. Yeah, there's... Um, and it's got my favorite name for a level in any video game ever, which is The World That Never Was. Yeah. Is the dopest name for anything <laughs> in a JRPG. Like, Tetsu Nomura got that one on lock. So, okay, my pitch to you, because I think we're going to have a bigger fight in a moment. Okay. Which is... 
my pitch to you is we put it like if there was a we put it just above Kingdom Hearts, just like it's a it's a refining of the same premise. Sure, and then. I'm going to argue that Dream Drop Distance is better than both of them. <laughs> so, okay. So, and I may not win That's that fight. That's a take. I may not win that fight, but I think I, I think I can try. Um, all right. All right. Okay. I like that, and I like, like, let's just put a note there that I don't <laughs> think anything could ever go between Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2. No. I think they together they are orbiting stars <laughs> forever, dancing in a perfect double helix. They are they are too close to each other. Yeah. You, it's correct. They're just kind of the same game, which, again, it only took three years to make two, right? <laughs> like, it, most of it was really spent on very small combat tweaks and really cool new levels, like Space Paranoids. Yeah, and, and, and Kingdom Hearts 3 took... What fourteen years, man? There's two different platforms. Isn't Kingdom Hearts? Isn't doesn't Kingdom Hearts two when you beat it? If you get the true ending, have a teaser for Kingdom Hearts three. It does, and it's, it has a, It's the teaser is really for Birth by Sleep, I guess, and also not quite for that either, because it hints at a thing that takes place a hundred years before Birth by Sleep, and right. then it, anyway, games King, are hard to make. Games I, are hard to make. Speaking of games that are hard to make, do you want to do Birth by Sleep or Dream well. Drop Distance first? Bring, I think Birth by Sleep is the... Is, Birth is by a, Sleep is uncontroversial, I yeah. think. It's the best Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> really? Is yeah. that where you're going to land? Okay. That's where I'm going to go. Okay, wh- Okay. why is that the best one? Because Aqua is the best character okay. in that she is somebody who is absolutely not interested in Kingdom Hearts. Okay, give me a... Give me a who is Aqua? Why is she... Aqua a- is one of three young Keyblade inductees De- Keyblade debutants, if you will. This, and this takes place like, like what? Five thousand years. No, it takes place ten years before Kingdom Hearts. Oh 1. my god! How does the world fall <laughs> apart that fast? This is like how Star Wars, like how fucking the prequels reveal that Star Wars takes place ten years after the galaxy collapsed. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just like, wait, why does nobody remember anything? anything. <laughs> why are Jedi's myth? They were around five years. It's ago. basically the same. Why are Keyblade wielders myth? They were around a decade ago. Yeah. So, in this game, yeah. Xehanort, who is an evil Keyblade Master, um, he makes an evil version of Ventus, who is a guy who looks just like Roxas. Uh, he makes Vanitas, who looks just like Sora, and makes them slap each other. Terra's not a big fan of this and wants to get stronger, and so he gets Norded. And okay. then Aqua, the third one, who is competent, tries to save these stupid boys. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, that's a good pitch. Um, but, okay. Is the You've played Kingdom Hearts, or you've watched Kingdom Hearts be played. You've actually played Kingdom Hearts 2. You have played the worst of these, probably. Yep. Three, three, uh, three, five, eight over two days. Um, wh- where does the gameplay for you land? The, I think that the gameplay is not that dissimilar from Kingdom Hearts 2. It has the customized deck, which reminds me a little bit of... Um, of what's it called, a chain of memories, which yeah. is maybe why I have a little bit of a soft spot for this game. Okay. Uh, it also has a lot of like really classic Disney worlds because it's a prequel, so it's got, if I'm not mistaken, it has like Cinderella and Snow White. It does, um, yes. It's got Lilo and Stitch and Peter Pan and Fantasia, which like it's got some of my favorite Disney stuff, which is also very personally uh, appealing. Um, like Fantasia, it's got Fantasia. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, it having Cinderella and Snow White is a really cute touch for a game that's supposed to be like, oh, this is a prequel. It's got the old stuff. Yeah. Like, I think that's really, really clever. Um, but, yeah, it's got the, the, the deck command stuff, like with Command Surge, and it's got, um, oh, goodness, it has... Uh, the the link thing where where like the each of these uh these allies you can get like Stitch from Leon Stitch yeah. have their own decks that kind of play out and I think that stuff is is really really cute, um, and 
yeah, it has the weird, it has a weird board game. <laughs> I mean, do you remember the board game? I, the, yes, and also no. <laughs> um, I don't know why it had the board game. That's it's a, it was bad and not fun, and for some reason it happened every like hour and a half. I will say the the thing I, that I hold against Birth by Sleep is that. So, for instance, Cinderella, right? So yep. Cinderella is is like interesting until you realize that what it is is a garden area followed by the, a foyer, followed mm-hmm. by a stairs that go into another ball into, into a ballroom, and that's it. It's like three that's rooms. it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's, it turns out it's that's that's all the PSP could handle. That's Just, all you can fit on a massive UMD. Yeah. So that game runs into its own trouble. So okay. I think it just has the most interesting combat. Okay. It just I think the lack of buttons on the PSP means it can't be a Mash X game in order to feel kind of substantial and meaty. Okay. The the command deck stuff is actually a little bit interesting. Uh, I will admit that it's definitely not as technically proficient as some of these other games, and it definitely has a completely nonsense plot. <laughs> like an absolutely nonsense plot, and its music is only fine. Okay, so... I... My, my, I, I, I genuinely think that this might be a, a good contender for in between Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2. It might be the only game that could. Yes. Right? I know we just said that no game <laughs> could and never shall the twain be separated. Yeah. But I do think that it is fundamentally better than Kingdom Hearts 1. Yes. Uh, in that it kind of refines the ambitions of KH1. Mm-hmm. But also, yes, the fact that each level is like two rooms is pretty disappointing. Yeah. So, okay, let's land it there. Kingdom Hearts 2. So it goes Bayonetta at number five. Kingdom Hearts 2 at number 6, Birth by Sleep at number 7, and Kingdom Hearts at number 8. Um, so, I uh, let's... Okay, now for the hard one, I think. All right, here we go. Dream so Drop my, Distance. Dream Drop Distance. I'm will, I was willing to break with you on Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 2 being better than Birth by Sleep. Okay. I was willing to break with you there. Um, now, most of that was because, again, the level design was bad. Okay. And uh, Aqua, while being the best Kingdom Hearts character, is treated like every woman in Kingdom Hearts, which is to say is rendered completely okay. useless because Tessie Nomura, I guess, hates women. Yes. So, which... I don't know if he hates women. He has never conceived of a woman. He never conceived that a a woman could be a hero. Yeah, there's like for 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 Tessie Nomura, there are like there are character traits, and then there are women. Yeah. Um and then women are just they're their own species. Yeah, that is a character trait. Yeah. being a woman, right? Exactly. The, so, dream drop note, distance. Dream drop distance. So, dream drop distance originally released for a 3ds. I did not play it on a 3ds. I played it for. PlayStation 4. Yeah. Now, I did play it on 3DS briefly. Okay, so what were your impressions on the 3DS? Very similar to 358 over two days. The control stick made it easier to move. Camera control was still bad. I couldn't quite wrap my head around the Pokemon mechanics. Okay. Um, And I played Sora's Path, and I didn't like Sora. But I did like that the world ends with you characters in there, and the music in that game is pretty good. Okay, so my thing with Dream Drop Distance is it may not make a... um, it is of these games. It is the game where Kingdom Hearts gives up. Okay. So it is the game where like it decides that it stops pretending that there's a fallible plot here mm-hmm. and just dives in to the to the wretches. There is a it dives down into the dream. Exactly. Is that what it's called? The dream drop distance. It's it, triple don't they, D's. Don't they dive down? So, okay, the key mechanic, which um, 
I guess let's just also warning spoilers 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 for three five eight for sorry Dream Drop Distance a game from two thousand and twelve yeah so the you you play as as um, Sora and Riku who are dropping into worlds that have fallen asleep like Traverse Town which is from the first game and. Um, Charles from the first game, and also uh, worlds like uh, what was it, um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Like you go into these places and you have to wake them up, um, and to do that, you are Riku is falling into Sora's dream, and Sora is just falling into the dream of worlds, mm-hmm. and so, um, and then in doing that, he has to face a man who looks a lot like Xehanort but way younger, and Xehanort that says actually a Xehanort from the past because future Xehanort time traveled the past to save to tell his his old self that in the future to be super strong he needed to find the door to darkness and to do that um they would need to pester these boys and so he Xehanort of the of the he, Xehanort is actually not actually of the future he's like from the middle times okay. he's bef- from before he takes over Terra okay and so he's from like the beginning of birth by sleep he's from the beginning of birth by sleep and he is going in um, to basically gather up 13 souls and he wants Sora to become the 13th member of their their posse, of their darkness crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the reasons for which are, are too complicated to explain, even for the madness I just said. It is... Birth by, Dream Drop Distance is when you realize that there's no escaping this. This is just a more... This is just a molasses of plot. Mm-hmm. Um... And there's something like there's something beautiful about that of of finally realizing that we have we are all truly mad um, right. that Tessio Nomura had no plan and never did, um, and there's something beautiful in that. Um, okay, now I will note that Kingdom Hearts, uh, for, at least for the 3DS, this borrowed the command deck stuff from 358 over two days, yes. which was not quite as good on the 3DS. It also um, had more interesting movement, which was almost impossible on the 3DS. <laughs> so you will have to tell me if any of that was functional on PS4, because it was not on 3DS. So the command deck was not great um, for the for the PlayStation 4. Um, the movement is better, but it does highlight... Unfortunately, so in gaining the ability to move, all of a sudden it's highlighted how bad the worlds look, uh-huh. which is basically... It runs into a similar issue with, with Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep... So Dream Drop Distance, it runs into this issue where the 3DS is about as good as a PS2 game, maybe a little less, maybe <laughs> around that area. And then up to then HD, it's like this is somehow a new game that looks older than the game that it's following off of. And so because of that, it's just this really incongruous thing where it's like, I don't know what this game is for. It yeah. has It has a... It's like it's not it doesn't as a player you don't really feel like it's progressing much. That being said, I do find that the Pokemon element, once you get a handle on it, is actually quite fun and you can you it adds something interesting to uh the game besides just the fact that you have a new bizarre reason for an enemy class. Um it's like Pokemon, but in a but in Kingdom Hearts. But do do they level up by fighting or was there another way that you level them up? You could you could pet them. And and also, um, you could feed them. Okay. And I, I like how you're getting tired or just just looking. I just I just don't understand <laughs> why it was necessary. We had Donald and Goofy. 
perfectly good partner characters sure. who are already in these games. Yes, but Donald, who, if Donald and Goofy were in it, then it just be Kingdom Hearts 3. They, you have to have a new mechanic. But none of the <laughs> none of the other ones were Kingdom Hearts 3. None. Of, I mean, and none of the other ones have Donald and Goofy. You're only proving a, a fact. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay, so why is this game better than Kingdom Hearts 2? Because it is both... It is more... It is basically... It is Kingdom Hearts 2 in quality, in that it is a PS2 game that happens to exist. Okay. Um, and um, it's at least as... Uh, it, it, it adds in some of the maximalism that made Kingdom Hearts 1 interesting, I think. Um, now, you are free to disagree me disagree me on this. I, I just feel like this game doesn't... Like, n- the level design is still bad. Okay. The combat is still bad. Okay. It takes the positive stuff from three five from uh, Birth by Sleep, but doesn't render it as well. Yeah. And just the Pokemon stuff doesn't sound interesting enough to to do anything. There's nothing. There's no difference in Sora and Riku, right? Uh, no, not really. You you have to level them up individually, which is kind of a a pain. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Where is where? Okay. Separate from me, where is you, where would you place um, Dream Drop Distance? And you and just like. Based on your limited experience. Based on my limited experience with Dream Drop Distance, I would probably put it above Chain of Memories but under Kingdom Hearts. Okay. And that I like Chain of Memories more, but I recognize that Dream Drop Distance is a functioning video game. Okay. Would you would you how how much would I have to push you to put it at number to put it above Kingdom Hearts? Why, so is it better than Kingdom Hearts just because it's the same game but with a crazier story? Because I think the thing that I like about Kingdom Hearts is that you can understand the story. Right. Okay, that's fair. Um, that's that's the thing, right? Like, the reason I don't think it can be better than Kingdom Hearts is because the game makes no sense. Even in the context of Kingdom Hearts, the game right. makes no sense. Like, the point is that this is Sora's exam, right? Yeah, his mark but he, of mastery. But he fails it. Yeah, well, at the end, he fails it. So why does it matter? Because then at Kingdom Hearts 3, you have to redo your tests, I guess. But why? Like, why <laughs> did we even have to do one in the first place? Why couldn't he just... Like, there's, it doesn't... Clearly, it does nothing for Sora's character. Yeah, I mean, nothing does anything for Sora's <laughs> character. What has ever done any... The thing that's done things for Sora's character is that his voice actor, Haley Joe Osman, is now 30. Yeah. And thus cannot do the same voice that he did in 2002. I um, just... I just don't... This game's plot makes no sense in or out of context. Okay. Why did the world fall asleep, Armand? Uh, they fell asleep... They, they were lost to darkness. <laughs> but but didn't we gonna... go to Pinocchio World in, like, Kingdom Hearts 1? I mean, sure. Um, no, you went inside the whale. You went inside... That's different than Pinocchio Yeah, Land. no, because in, in the world of Kingdom Hearts, Monstro was a space whale. Okay. And he swallowed up Pinocchio from his home world with, I guess, just Toy Town. And then... Um, or that place with the creepy, the creepy fox, like, right? Yeah, has, yeah. It gives you a cigarette. Now cigar. I know you fight a big weird bird on the on the roof of the Notre Dame. You do, which is kind of a dope thing about this game. I mean, he, what's his name? Um, uh, Count Frollo. Mm-hmm. Count Frollo. Uh, I think he's just Frollo. He's like a priest. Jim Frollo. Yeah, Jonathan um, Frollo. Uh, he, he. Um, so unlike in 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 the original Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, he just instead of like trying to throw you into fire, he summons a giant bird monster for right, right. them to fight, which I guess is like 
where that goes. And then he just dies because that's okay. just how that story goes. Um, now, that is a famous line from the song Hellfire. If she will not be mine, she will be taken in the claws of a giant bird, bird and eaten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So is so are what what is your argument for it being better than Kingdom Hearts, right? Because okay. I'm because you know what I, I we can't do this now because the list is set in stone. I almost <laughs> want to say that Birth by Sleep. I know I like Birth by Sleep more than Kingdom Hearts one. Birth by Sleep is a narrative that you can follow. Yes, like it's just Kingdom Hearts. That's the thing about Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts one that I really appreciate is that because they are both the first game in a lot right. of ways, the narrative is extremely clean. It's it's pretty straightforward. There's like a lot of weird stuff that's like this is going to yeah. lead into the part other stuff. where the part where Ventus's heart is inside Sora, so Sora's like three people. Yeah, no, well, because Sora became Vanitas, and then <laughs> this game doesn't make sense and mechanically <laughs> is the same. Okay, okay. Um, all right, I think. Because like, I just want to know what makes it better than Kingdom Hearts. Because I will budge there. I just want to know what it is. Okay. My my pitch is that it is by, by including the reaction mechanics and things from Kingdom Hearts 2 that smooth out the gameplay of Kingdom Hearts 1, which it, it also kind of in, it brings back some of the platforming mechanics while making them somewhat simpler. Um, I found that it, because it has like a rail grind system. Yeah. Because yeah. Kingdom Hearts has to have everything that from Ratchet and Clank. It was called Flow Motion. Flow Motion. Um, I, I feel like. This game, this I, I really do feel like it takes the parts of Kingdom Hearts and improves upon it in a way that's like approachable. I don't I don't think I can fight you for Birth by Sleep. I don't, but I do think that it is at least it is at least as good as Kingdom Hearts. It has it has memorable Disney worlds. The, the it is the first game where Sora loses and there's like actual stakes. Okay, Sora Sora dies, which is a thing I enjoy. <laughs> um, and then you have to fight Sora and kill his bad side. Um, and so I, I I like the idea of a video game in which Sora is revealed to be the idiot he always was. And I think that itself is like, Sora can't always be so lucky, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he gotta, he's got to be reminded that, that life ain't always going to go his way. You know, I'll, I'll give it to you. I, I think that there is at the very least something. I think it being the Kingdom Hearts game with stakes. Yeah. Is good. And it also has a really good version of calling from The World Ends With You. It does. Okay. So... I I think that's I I won't push my luck. I think I'll we'll leave it at uh, Dream Drop Distance is uh, coming Dream- at number eight between Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts in that order. Yes, is Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance for the Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> Get it? It's 3D. <laughs> oh God! Except I, I always forgot. Like, didn't 3DS games ever think that that double or triple Ds could mean something else. I don't know, but uh, that was the only game that did that. It was DS that everything was at Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah. Dragon Sword. It was like they thought they they ca- try to catch up an old trend. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so the last one is uh 0.2 a fragmentary passage. Um, you haven't played this one. I have not played this. You are. Go- I'm going to defer to you. I watched you play this and it seemed real pretty but also real boring. So it's real boring and it's pretty short. Um I would probably put it it's it's it has Aqua which is the best character. Yep. Um, but it doesn't do a ton with her. It, it's super pretty. Um, it's not... If we're ranking them in order of, like, should you play this video game, this game is mostly... It's great to look at. It is largely a waste of time. Yeah. Um, it's your Kingdom Hearts 3 demo. It's your Kingdom Hearts 3 demo. I... Um, 
this is where this is where I think I'm gonna have to fight you a little. Okay. Is it better or worse than Chain of Memories based on the fact that it's basically a demo? I feel like <laughs> it has to be worse because Chain of Memories is a video game and 0.2 is like a tech demo. Are right? They, but it's, it's a, a real pretty it's tech. It's a very pretty it's tech demo. It's much prettier than Chain of Memories. You slowly make your way towards Disney Castle, right? Yeah. And um it's Cinderella World. In Cinderella World. Oh, you're slowly making your way to Cinderella. Castle, yes, in a town that doesn't exist in Cinderella. No, it's it's just a fake fantasy town in France. Now, I'm trying to remember. This game is called 0.2. Does it take place directly after Birth by Sleep or directly before Kingdom Hearts Three? It takes place in between the two, and which is a large <laughs> swath of time, as we've established. So, what happens is Aqua gets consumed by darkness and lands in the darkness world, and then. She has to explore and trying to regain her sanity, which she is slowly losing. And then Mickey shows up. It's like, "Ho, oh, Aqua, how are you doing?" And it's like, um, "Aqua, I need to oh, close the door to darkness." And Aqua's like, "I need to leave the door to darkness." And M- Mickey's like, "I save me." And then Aqua saves them, and then that's the end of the game. The um, and is she back in the real world? No, she's 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 been norded. Um, oh, she which, got norded. Okay, yeah. um, which is. Too long to explain here. Um, I okay. I would feel bad to, to put an entire video game above a tech demo. Well, um, we, we are putting it even if it's below <laughs> chain of memories. It is above three five day over two days, <laughs> That's which, fair. which is fair. Yeah. It's fundamentally fair. <laughs> like three five over two days is bad, and at least zero point two is like vaguely fun to play. Yes. Okay. So let's 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 land there. Coming uh, in at number 11, uh, beneath Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories but above Spider-Man and Venom Separation Anxiety is Kingdom Hearts 0.2, a fragmentary passage available only on Kingdom Hearts R- <laughs> Roman numeral 2, Arabic numeral point 0.8. Final chapter prologue. Well, sorry. Kingdom Hearts HD Roman numeral Roman numeral 2 point which, Arabic uh, numeral 8. Final chapter prologue for the PlayStation 4. Um, don't G- buy that game. Don't. I mean, <laughs> or do and be ready for Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, or just buy Kingdom Hearts. Or just 3. buy Kingdom Hearts three. I'm sure. And listen to this podcast. <laughs> yes. And we've explained everything you need to know. Exactly. Pretty much. Honestly. All right. All thank right. you for enduring this again, man. <laughs> well, I always love doing it. Our list is now 14 games strong. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff still on the docket to rank, but let me tell you, when we're through them, we will be taking your lists. Yes. So send them in. Send them in. We will give you the email. We can tell you the email now. It's builtplayshow at gmail.com. Tweet at us. Just give us your lists of video games. We will read them on the air. We will say who they're from, and we will tell you why they are better or worse than Kingdom Hearts point to a fragmentary passage. And if you're wondering who was the monster who put us through this particular um, anxiety-inducing list, it's Vivian Ng, who paid $150 for two episodes on Kingdom Hearts. This is the second one. We're done. We're, We're free. free. <laughs> Thank God. Your your blood money is over. We no longer owe you anything. We no, we no longer owe you anything, Viv. And most importantly... This world is asleep in the darkness now. <laughs> this podcast is asleep in the darkness. Until someone asks us to rank Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, well, you're going to play that, and uh, I'll watch you, and we'll, we'll figure it out. So, to wrap this all up, um, from CGRU, 12, 8 a.m. in Toronto, you've been listening to the video game Battle Royale on Built to Play. I'm Armin Bali, And I'm Daniel Rosen. You can follow us on Twitter at built to play or visit our website, builttoplay.ca. You can find us on Facebook, but hey, if you love the show, be sure to tell a friend or 
Capture of Your Soul or Nort Them or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anything that has reviews. It really helps us out. If you uh, like today's show, you can send us an email at builtplayshow at gmail.com. You can send us your lists. You can send us your criticisms. You can tell us why Armand was wrong for <laughs> trying to put Dream Drop Distance above Kingdom Hearts. The list is set in stone. We cannot touch it. We cannot touch it. It is just the truth. It would be so great to hear from you. You can follow me personally at Flarkon. That's F-L-A-R-K-C-O-N. And I'm at Daniel underscore Rosen. And remember, don't let your kids get norted. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>